All right, welcome. Fuck. What's wrong? Nothing. Oh, you just wanted to say fuck right in the intro? Get it out of the way. You gotta drop an F-bomb? Yeah. Well, this is the Blackheart Cinema Podcast. This is Fletcher. With me as always. Me. Mr. Whitehead. Joining us as always, our legal counsel. Hello, hello. Mr. Hudson. And joining us. What's up, baby? How you living? You know what I'm saying? H-Town, throw your ages up. You know what I'm saying? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ian McConkie, the filthy four, as I like to think of us. Yeah. Uh, Whitehead, we're doing a couple movies, and we're going to have a special talk, and I'll go ahead and let you this let everyone our, know what we're doing. This is our Stephen King extravaganza. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I guess we're just going to talk about two movies we watched recently. and We're not talking about It. Yeah, we're not talking about It, remake or original TV series or movie, whatever the fuck. Or Doctor Sleep. Or that, but we might later, because we're going to talk mean, all yeah, things Stephen will. King. I guess it's like, the only thing I know the to is like, we're just going to ramble about Steven after we talk about these movies. So Hudson, what was the first movie we watched? The first movie we watched was not Thinner. <laughs> it was not Thinner. Spoiler for the second movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was, um, and, and I, I yet again, I, I failed to recall the title, but I know it was not Thinner. It was not. It was The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone! Um, and... Ian, have you ever seen it? Uh, man, um, I don't think I don't think that I have. I was telling y'all, it's a Cronenberg joint. <laughs> I don't I don't think I know about. it. I lied to y'all and oh. said that I might have and stuff just because like I wanted y'all to keep me around. But, oh, you uh, Yeah, but like, um, I don't think so, man. I don't think I, I don't think that I've seen it. Like, because uh, nothing, the name of the movie sounds familiar, but nothing like when y'all talk about it. It's Christopher Walken, so you need to check it out. It's for a, sure. it's a, yeah, yeah like. 40-year-old Christopher Walken on top of that. It's a solid movie. And Sounds cool. Why did Rob? It's a Cronenberg movie. I forget often it's a Cronenberg movie because it doesn't... I can't have get the over weird the Cronenberg fa- stuff. I can't get over the fact that it is a Cronenberg movie. I mean, it's a weird movie, but it doesn't have like anything like Videodrome shit in it. Yeah. Is he the director or something? Yeah, he's the director. Um, he did uh, Videodrome, uh, Naked Lunch. Anyone seen that? Just to kind of give you like uh, some examples. The Shivers. The Shivers, what was that? That's one of his. Is that like one of the ones from the late 70s? I think so. Scanners. Yeah, oh yeah. Scanners. Yeah. Cronenberg, uh, I like his movies. (laughs) They are just uh, very weird. God, am I misremembering? Did he do Existence? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Whitehead, do you want to... Should we talk about the plot, or do you want to talk about the book and the movie... I really don't have a shit ton to say about the movie specifically, other than there's a nasty ass death in it, and this is just a really great young Christopher Walken, Martin Sheen movie. Yeah, Martin Sheen's pretty nasty in it. I like me some Sheen. I like any kind of plays Sheen. like a like a filthy politician. Oh, nice. <laughs> but he's he's like I was about to say he's bribing people, but he's not. He's shaking people the fuck down. Yeah, he's he's like in some editor, some like newspaper editor's uh, office, and he like comes in late at night, and he's already sitting there with his fucking armed goon. He's like, "Hey, uh, come on in, come on in, sit down." Like, I like, you, what, uh, like this editorial you wrote about me. Mm, it'd be a shame if it came out tomorrow morning. He's like, you know, might have to show your wife these pictures and shit of you with this girl. Yeah. He's one of them kind of politicians. Got him, got him by the buzz. Yeah, um, I, I like I like what Patrice O'Neill said about uh, uh, the Sheens. He's like, he said, you can't you can't keep a Sheen down. You can keep an Estevez down. You can't keep a Sheen down. <laughs> it's true. I mean, sometimes I forget Martin Sheen is the father of Tiger Blood, aka Charlie Sheen. Yeah, and Emilio Estevez. But outshining him in the movie is Christopher Walken. By and a stellar far. performance. Outshining everyone, really, I think. Yeah. This is a true, if you're just a fan of Christopher Walken, you have to watch this. Yeah. And I think Hudson brought up a fact, too, we're watching it. Like, even if you haven't seen The Dead Zone, it's been parried in so much shit. Like, Hudson, you were pointing out the South Park thing. Yeah, South Park did it. Because he had the cane and everything. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> What uh? What was the episode? What was the South Park episode? Oh, it's one of the earlier seasons. Like, what was the, uh, I guess the joke or the running joke or whatever. Well, I mean, it's it's basically the same plot as the movie. Cartman gets uh, uh, 
goes in a coma, right? He goes into a coma, and then he wakes up with uh, magical powers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. can touch people and, you know, know what's going to happen, and he starts to assist the police in oh, various yeah, crimes. Right. Okay, yeah. okay. He even has the little, like, same outfit. And like the pea coat and the cane, yeah. and he's got like, a little wrap on his head and shit. Yeah. Car- the- Car- Cartman's Incredible Gift, I think is what it's called, yeah. Okay, but yeah, yeah, it's basically the plot of the movie. Okay, yeah, I, I have I have seen that parodied a lot. Like get a, you know, get get a head injury or something. All of a sudden, they're psychic or whatever. Yeah, Christopher Walken, crash, five year coma, just know how people's gonna die. I didn't know that was. He and, he, and he can see the past. Yeah, yeah, he can see the past. And too. he somehow knew. Ex- I, I don't know what you. Help me figure out what this power, what this ESP power would be of like knowing exactly where a person is. Like he gave him, oh an yeah, address yeah, and a number, global positioning. Like obviously, all I know like to call it is viewing. A, I guess like yeah, remote viewing ESPs kind of, but like spatial remote. Because I forgot at one point he sees like this dude's memory of escaping like World War Two torn. Uh, can't remember the country off the top of my head, but. Basically, he sees like a fifty-nine-year-old doctor's memory of escaping the war, and he's and he's like, "Your mother's still alive." And he was like, "No, no." <laughs> and he, and uh, then he tells him exactly. He gives the address and her number, and he calls her later on, and she's like answers, and he he doesn't even say a fucking word. He's just. Did they did they mention like? And he's uh, just like, oh my god. He was like, that was my mother. Do they mention like maybe like some kind of psychic residue or something? Like we all have our own thing. Like, no, like they never really explain it, and I've no. never read the book. And Whitehead, correct me if I'm wrong. You thought it was a short story, but then found it actually is a full novel or it's something. A 426 page book. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I did not casually read that one afternoon. <laughs> Are you gonna? You think you're gonna look into it, like the actual novel? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I know you like some King. Yeah, I do like some Kang. And Hudson, you've never read it either, correct? I've never read it either. I mean, my guess is if, if it's 426? 426. God damn. That, 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 was, that was in his period, love him to death, just like you. That's when he was on a lot of the uh, Bolivian marching powder. Yeah. So uh, it's probably one of those that there's a lot of filler. Maybe that's what they got the TV show from. Because De- the Dead Zone was an a- or a USA show. In the early right. 2000s. That's when I remembered it as a kid, and I was just like, was it? I was like, "Oh, Dead Zone, it'll suck." Then he was like, "Christopher Walken's in it, though," and I was like, "Well, fuck, never mind." Because like, if you read like eighty to eighty-five, King, like that's I think when he was really heavy into blow. Oh, that's when he directed Maximum Overdrive. He talked about being on coke on that set like the entire time. Well, yeah, but like, uh, I mean, the, the 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 book's good. The source material material is good. The story's good. It's just like, whew, there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of detail. A lot of detail that only a coke head would pay to, you know, know about how a coffee cup is sitting on the edge of a counter. Motherfucker. Is it some George R. Martin shit? Like before George R. Martin kind of thing? No, not even that. No. I haven't read that fat shit's work. Hudson has. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, I'm just, I was. But yeah, you've I, I, said, I, I, like, the show's cool. Yeah. You've said, like, the Game of Thrones books are, like, stupid detail. No, right? I, no, I mean, yeah, they are, but, like, uh, Stephen King details, like, uh, well, I mean, you just have to have coke, coke detail. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We can all relate to it because I feel like we've all yeah. yeah. Like, there's a reason why I've quit more than I'm one sorry. of his books a hundred pages in because they're still introducing people. Damn, like shit, man. Get like, on with it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The toilet bowl ain't even swirling, man. Like the main guy <laughs> hadn't even left his house yet. Still, yeah. Uh, but this movie is a classic. I do enjoy it. Um. That horrendous death, though, death by scissors. I, I don't know what that guy was trying to do. If he was trying to pierce his medulla oblongata. When I was a little kid and I saw it, I thought he was trying to uh, lobotomize himself. That sounds like a death that would come like straight out of the book, too. Maybe. I, I, I turned. I remember as a child, I went in the living room, turned the TV on, and was like, TNT, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, it was just that guy killing himself with scissors through the mouth and nose. And I was, little kid me was like, what? And just turned the TV off and went back to my room. You said, prob- said TNT freaked you out that night. Yeah. <laughs> See, I caught this movie as a little kid, too, on HBO, like, two. My parents obviously didn't know. 
And I catch the part where, like, he's kind of come out of the coma. He's trying to, like, live with his dad because his mom's passed. He's just trying to get a sense of normalcy. And his old flame comes back, and it's, like, kind of nice. They have dinner. He plays with the baby. So I thought it was, like, some weird family movie. And then we get to that murder shit of the girl getting murdered by the ice or out in the park or whatever. And I was like, oh, titties. Okay, I'll keep watching. And then that scissors death happens, and I was like, oh, fuck. What is this? What is this? Because I came right in the middle of it and was like, had no idea what was going on. I, lo- I used to love discovering movies right in the middle. How long is the movie? Like an hour and 50 minutes, but it's... Okay. I will say for a movie, a Stephen King movie specifically, like, they go, it's like, got- leaps and bounds in different, air- like, directions with it. Yeah. Because it did feel like for a long time it was just, like, him getting better and, like, we're not going to worry about that psychic shit no more. But it comes back, of course, because Tom Skerritt needs a case solved. Yeah. I had a head injury one time, and uh, I didn't get any powers. If anything, I, you know, I, I, I only lost shit. So, and I have yet to, you know, uh, gain any fucking powers. See, if I would have been him, I would have immediately been trying to win the lottery or something. <laughs> like just touching the row of tickets. Like I'm not going to buy a ticket, but can I touch that big row of tickets? What if What if you touch the row of tickets and then you like it? It like. Like you touched the road, then you saw like uh, the money trail it left, and then like it led back to the mob and some seedy crime, underground crime shit and stuff. Would you, would you still try to hit that mug, or would you leave it? Around? I mean, right now, Ian, I think you need to write all that down and mail it to Stephen because <laughs> he's probably working on. He's probably an idea for the Dead Zone Two, Deader Zone, oh, or whatever. Man. Sleeping with the fishes. Grant, I never read the book, so I don't know how it ends or doesn't end. But uh, I feel like I just start blackmailing people. Oh yeah, after a while. Yeah. But uh, Whitehead, should we? Or, oh, go ahead, buddy. Or not saying I would do it, but if some other motherfucker did had had the same power, I could see. And this is also filtered through a Stephen King fucking '80s movie brain thing I've got going on. Um, somebody has that power, they start judging people, and they're like, "I must become judge, jury, and executioner," and start like. They become a serial killer. And, or, I, can see, I can see, yeah, I don't know. I can or, see that or, angle of having the power. Psychic off then at that point. Well, no, I'd be like, touch somebody be like in a crowd and be like, they've done some unforgivable shit. Dude, Gotta kill them. I think you've tapped in on uh, the on, on Judge Judy. <laughs> I think you just fucking let the cat out of the bag. What if that is the whole thing with Judge Judy? She touches the defendant and the plaintiff. Like a head of the case. All that bitch does and is she, touch money. And she know who, True. And she, she know she know who's who was lying uh, in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, White House gonna say, should we move on to the the next little twofer movie we talked about? Yeah, go ahead, brother. It's not the Dead Zone because we already talked about it. That's buried the lead on that one. I know yeah. it's all good. Uh, uh, thinner. Which Hudson had never seen, correct? No, I'd never seen. I barely, I, I honestly barely even knew it was actually a Stephen King work. I know I'd seen it like referenced once on Family Guy, and that was it. And at the time, I didn't even know what the reference was. That's, how, that's how little I knew about this. And you know, I like Stephen King, and I even the multitude of stuff he's written that I have not read. I generally kind of can pinpoint. Yeah, but this was one that just flew under my radar. I, I have a question for you. Uh, uh, does I I I, I just want to know uh, what's it like to feel? What how's it feel to be a poser? Ooh, yeah, it's warm. That's that's my only comment on it. Well, no, I I don't, I don't even think you can call anyone a poser on that Ian because Stephen King has done so much shit. What well, I forget I, shit he's done. I'm a, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I agree. I, I remember the I movie box. I remember the box of the movie that oh the horrifying poster oh, yeah. seeing it in the, yeah seeing it in the horror section at the video store and just thinking like oh I don't want to watch that did um was it in, was thinner in theaters at one point in time it, yeah I, I believe like it was maybe I swear to God I, but, I, this must be the Mandela effect but I thought this was like a cable movie that had an unedited version for some reason maybe. I remember seeing it in the but uh, Hudson movie store too. first viewing what did you think. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It is like, it's probably one of his, one of the better movies made out of his properties, in my opinion, out of everything I've seen. And, and the only thing, 
the the only thing that has been made into a movie or a miniseries of his that I have not seen are the new hits. Mm. So I would put it, yeah, I'd put it like in top five for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, it's one of my faves too. Uh, again, I, I love this one because it goes from where you start it's, out in the story. It gets it's so all fucking over all fucking over, and it. it's so good. Like, I feel like everyone did a great job acting in it. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I like the main guy. I don't really know who that is. Uh, John David Burke, I believe he was the RoboCop in RoboCop Three. I've, I've seen yeah. him. I've and seen him he was some other shit too. On our uh, Color Out of Space episode, I was on that movie Dust Devil. Oh. He's like the main bad guy in it. He's the Dust Devil. Oh. The, that movie Richard Stanley had done. And then he did some. I mean, he's a steady. He, he's character. a great character he, actor. He, he, yeah. he, he's done a lot of Law and Order. Um, yeah. uh, random shift, but uh. He's one of the dirty cops in that movie Safe with Jason Statham where he has to get that like uh, little yep. Asian girl across yep. New York in so many hours or whatever because she's got some code or something. And she looked up to him and said, you don't even know me. Oh, Matt, referencing. Uh, <laughs> Is that the, not the right movie? That's not the right movie. You're thinking of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of uh, with Bruce Willis and um, 16, M- blocks. 16 Blocks. Yeah, yes. I know what the fuck movie Similar plot. There were numbers and blocks and, you know, New York City. And I don't know. As soon as you City. said that, get her across New York, I was like, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. But Most death. John David mm-hmm. Burke, and I believe that is his name, great character actor. Yeah, totally. Um, I could IMDb it, but I'm just really lazy. I don't know if anyone's caught man. on to this podcast. Fuck it. We were always like, shit, we should have we read up before we started recording. We never do. Yeah, we just it's go with the information that we have in our not in our heads. It's more fun that way. It is off the fly, but that, uh, that's actually what I know. Thinner is what I know that guy from now. Like when I see him and shit, like, oh, that's, that's the dude from Thinner. I would say yeah, it's probably his <laughs> biggest starring role besides maybe RoboCop three. But I don't think he ever takes the mask off. RoboCop three is that one with the cool like uh, samurai android. I haven't seen it. Man, oh fuck! I forget I you haven't seen. Forgetting about RoboCop three, dude. Like I. Like it's the one that's PG thirteen. That's why I yeah. think people forget about it. Mm-hmm. But um, should we talk about the plot of Thinner White End? Um, uh, highfalutin lawyer accidentally kills an old gypsy lady. He's fat as he's. Yeah, yeah. He's a big old boy. Yeah, he's fat big as boy. hell. Like three sixty starting yeah. out, right? Yeah, I thought it was yeah. like three seventy. No, he, yeah, you might be right. It might be closer to four. He's a, he, he's he's three hundred. He was three hundred pounds because he uh, told his wife the first time he said. Uh, she was like, "All right, she's chart- charting his weight, help trying to help him lose weight and shit." And he's like, "She's like, what's the number at?" It was that three oh one or some shit. And he was like, 297. She was like, oh, 297 last week, fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, plump. Three hundo. But very obviously a suit. The, I, I just think this is like one of the funnier like conundrums of why the bad thing happened in this. Yeah, because, yeah, he, he's he's driving after, uh, he's driving home with his wife after like a hot date, and uh, she's giving him head, and this gypsy lady is jaywalking at night. At night, she was jaywalking in town. In yeah, yeah, in the middle of town. Lit. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this guy was getting head though. He's getting road head, and he yeah. killed her. And then the gypsy's, the old lady gypsy's father, another old gypsy, was like. An older gypsy. Yeah. Somehow an older gypsy. No, no, of course. He got off. Yeah, because he's yeah. friends with the judge. And the did, he the did he get off or did he get off? We don't know. Uh, oh. A little bit of both. Um, yeah, he gets off, and then oh, even older gypsy dad is like, I'm, I'm going to start cursing people. That's it. I'm cursing them. Straight up. He makes the judge into a lizard man. Not yeah. sure what the hell he did with the chief of police. He just looked like oh, he no, had the, just yeah. fucked up. Yeah, he didn't say what he said to him. Yeah, it didn't matter what he said to him. Yeah. Which that chief of police was like, I'm killing myself. You know I mean? And of course, our main fat fucking character got thinner. So he rubbed his cheek with the back of his hand. And said yeah. thinner. Yeah. And boy, did the pounds start shedding then. Yeah. They really did start falling off. His bone. 
months. His, they were falling off the bone. Falling off. What was he losing, like, three pounds a day at first? And then, like... It was three pounds a day. Then he started eating more. And then it was turning to six. Yeah, like, the more he ate, the more he lost. Which yeah. was kind of fucked up and weird. Which, that, well, that was one part of the movie watching the second time. I was thinking, like, he eats a lot of fucking food. And imagine, like, having to take, all, like, a bunch of takes and shit. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. He I wonder, like, food, if he got an eating disorder from the movie. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, because he was probably yeah, probably the character and stuff. Because like, because uh, I, I, I was thinking about him in the fat suit eating like just shoveling food into his face and stuff like that. And like, uh, I I don't know. Like, it it looked kind of funny and so because like, uh, he was smiling. He he, he I, was talking and just you know and just like eating meatballs and spaghetti with the fork and a spoon. And I'll say this: no homo. Motherfucker looks pretty fine for like an older man now. He does look he he does he uh, does he, look he, pretty he, fly for a while. He, he, he actually looks pretty damn good for uh, Ian seeing the yeah his IMDb. Uh, Dude, he looks like a damn. Uh, he looks like a military a successful respectable military respect. That's a respectable man. That's the yeah. man. I, I, if he, if he's he got any disorder, he obviously got order over it. But he's, I can see where you're coming from. Like, he's, yeah, he's, I don't think he did. I think this dude was like probably in unless shape. it was just like, let's get it in like one or two takes. Or what if he did? And maybe like, I don't know. Maybe he probably didn't get an eating disorder. But I was just thinking, like, I wonder if he like habits. like went home. Or he would like okay, you know, finish the scene. I'm about to go puke up everything I just ate. Like, I wonder if he did that at all. Off on a side know. thing, uh, as far as like eating on film. Uh, I think it was Kevin Pollock was on Conan, and he was talking about making, like, a few good men, and there's a scene where they're, like, at Jack Nicholson's, the general, and they're eating, and Kevin Pollock's explaining, like, when you eat in a scene, like, it's really food there, but you kind of, like, like, just take, like, tiny bites, because you yeah. might do, like, 10, 12 takes or something, like, you barely put anything on the thing, and, like, you, you like, play with peas or something on the plate, he was like, we would film that like 10 or 12 times. Like the whole scene, he's like, the way it's filmed, like they never really cut or some shit. Or, he was explaining that, that they'd have like, they'd put like, when they did a new take, they'd bring out a new plate of food. Right. He was like, we did like 10 takes that day, and every fucking time, Jack Nicholson just ate an entire plate <laughs> of food. Holy shit, dude. And I was like, that's dedication. Yeah, yeah no shit. Dude, I, I was thinking, like, he was taking, because he, I, I, the... The way I'm remembering it now, he I, I'm remembering eating a lot of shit with a spoon, like a cream off a pie. Uh, that that cream pie he had was heavy cream, and but like he was eating a bunch of shit with a spoon. He could mush up in his, on, with his tongue on in his mouth. And Here's then, what I bet he he was taking real small bites of the real small rapid bites of that corn cob too like because he was he threw it down like he was done it was plenty of I, I bet when it's like a wide uh, here's what I would think they would do and I love how we're getting so into the nuances of the eating yeah when it's like a wide shot and his wife or so, is something in it he probably actually takes a bite then for the shot when it's all those close ups I'm sure they just had a day of b-roll footage like Y'all stuff your face John and when they had like a bucket where you just spit food out yeah, oh my kid. gosh yeah, that'd, be, that'd be cool more pies more, more chicken they remember him, him sucking down bigger. that turkey leg. Yeah, he did. He what? I was like, yes, feed him. Get get bigger. Get bigger. <laughs> um, bigger. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, he gets a cur. He gets cursed, and he has to figure out how to get rid of it. Yeah, and he goes through all this stuff. But I think we have to point out it early on. He represents a, a mob guy as a client, and he's like super thankful. The most appreciative mob guy. I've ever seen in any dude. It's the film. Most, he's the most hands-on mob guy I've ever seen. Too, like, like directly well, involved. Did they even say what the case was? He got him out of. Was it just like uh, th- that mobster was so eternally grateful for whatever he got it him out been, of? It might have been like in the, right in the beginning or something like that. Because I think we see him in the court and they're like, ah, it was I thought they were just like mob shit. Case dismissed. I'm sure it was some mob shit, but yeah, and uh, because uh, like. I, we um, I'm trying to remember. I know we we saw them together. I, I think we saw them. They have a in dinner room and stuff, and yeah. they have like a little celebratory lunch dinner thing. But uh, the most ride or die client for an attorney I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he, like owed him one. Yeah, definitely a boss. Help you, and we're gonna we're gonna do this big drawn out fucking plan. Dropped his mob shit but, for days to help yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Or yeah, maybe a week. At yeah, least. Maybe, maybe a, at least a week. He didn't bring any goons. No, He didn't none. bring any 
ground man? Muscle thugs, whatever yeah, you want to call muscle it. Muscle thugs. I, I'm sitting here trying to think of other. I like the goon. I like the word goon. I do too. Myself. I like goons. He didn't bring any of them. He was just like, "Fuck yeah, load, load the clip. Let's go." They didn't even ask about any goon. Don't don't tell the guys. No, no, no goombas, no koopas. Yeah, <laughs> none of them. Just yeah. him, and he murdered several people, several gypsies. To very hands on, and also to. Uh, also, uh, you know the, fu- the the other funny thing, like while murdering gypsies, also like being a bedside nurse to yeah, to, like because there was a few scenes. There was like he was feeding him and making <laughs> uh, he sure he him. you know was like in bed and had plenty of covers. Yeah. So also being very motherly while murdering his friend's enemies. It's a very all encompassing. You know, I was also too gonna say this mobster, like you said, you brought up Hudson. He must have connections. Because he goes onto a crime scene that he made happen and fakes being a fucking FBI agent and yeah. doing a job at it. Yeah. yeah. The, well, yeah. And kidnaps a gypsy uh, woman, but. And we'll, he will fucking throw acid on you. Yeah. Because <laughs> he. Like, pull, do he, not fuck with his he lawyer. He had that. Who was the girl, too, though? We said her name is uh, like Carrie War. She was like a MTV VJ, and I think yeah. she was in the fifth. Hellraiser, beautiful, of course. Yeah, sure. that, that was actually, if I, I think we all had the same. Re- I mean, I know y'all have seen it. That was my first time seeing it, but I, I think the reaction was the same. Even though most of this movie is about curses and like really weird shit happening, one of the most intense scenes had nothing to do with like supernatural or otherworldly things, which was the scene in the barn where he puts the cup of acid on her forehead. It makes her balance it. Like, that was fucking intense. And, like, that's not even, like, the weirdest thing that happens. That that could happen in real life, like, with really fucked up people. That was, like, some real mob shit or something. Yeah, that that was, like, I've never seen that in a mob movie, but, like, (laughs) fuck, yeah. Yeah. I also, too, want to, my last thing I'll say about him, proud to say, mild spoiler, Makes out of this whole plight unscathed. Because he's a good friend. He's a good friend. Yeah, like, he had that plot armor on, man. He yeah, he had, plot, he had armor. plot armor. But I'm just saying, sometimes Wait. in Stephen King shit, you don't make it out. No. You're thinking of that drifter guy. No, we're, we're talking about the mobster. The mobster. He made, oh, I thought you He made out unscathed. You remember at the end, when he's reading the newspaper? Oh, did I miss something? What did it say? Yeah, what? Yeah, because I, cause, uh, cause I, I thought y'all were talking about... Uh, I didn't know no. y'all were talking about the mobster either. At the end, okay, so he comes downstairs. It's right before he's about to eat the pie and the door rings. He's looking at the newspaper. The newspaper says, uh, mob boss killed. In an uh, oh, oh, I must have missed that. Was he it just died, like a one shot? He died in a what? Uh, he died... A, uh, it, it, it implies that the gypsies... Caught up to him. Caught up to him and killed him. No, he oh. he, he dies. Yeah, it says oh. it, it's a one shot just of a newspaper headline. It is a Stephen King, and th- and that movie. and that's why uh, he looks and sees the two plates, and then he. So it's like everyone's dead. Yeah, like I knew because because that, that's why I, I wouldn't. Eat that you, you, I'm not dreaming that up. You, you no no because I I, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I assumed uh, I like I because uh, I know this I know the scene you're talking about, and I know. Uh, like I didn't read the paper and stuff, but I know they made it a point to say something on the paper or whatever. Oh, Fletcher's looking this shit up. I'm going to Cinemorg. But I fucking uh, what? I uh, assumed he was dead and stuff. I assumed like everybody, everybody C- died. Cinemorg is a database of literally like you can type in like everybody a name, can. like Keanu Reeves. It list every movie he's died in, on screen or off screen, or in like writing. Oh. Or you can find a movie and it'll list everyone that dies in the movie. Oh, okay. by actor. That's neat. So uh, um, I'm gonna do that. Y'all keep talking. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I'm so hurt if he did die though. I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I assumed he did die. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's Stephen King. Yeah, everyone's getting their comeuppance. To- yeah, yeah, it came. Ra- yeah, it all came back around to everybody. And I want to say I've read it, read the short story, but I can't remember. I never. There's have. so just, fucking many of them. I've seen the movie. That was like the third, fourth time I've seen the movie. You know, I love that movie, dude. That was like the second time I'd ever seen it. So I the first time I, I, I sat down to watch it, I thought, oh, I'm bored. I'm just going to watch something. And I was like, you know, I've seen this fucking cover mm-hmm. growing up. I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to watch it. If it's shit, whatever. If it's not, cool. And I was like, what? Stephen King? I'm like, what the fuck? 
and really enjoy, ended up enjoying it. I remember seeing that cover and shit. Point too. of that point blue. of contention on right. here. They don't list it because they break it down by male and female deaths in the movie. One comment, and I'm not. Oh, what the fuck! One it's comment. His comment. No. <laughs> I guess there was a discussion. It says I don't remember a newspaper scene that mentions Richie the Hammer Janelli death. He dies in the book, but pretty sure there's no mention of his death via the film in the film via newspaper. Well, no, he, okay. If he died in the book, he died in the movie. Let's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll and I'm like, oh. Because I think because they uh, but they did make it the a book point. is law. They they did make it a point to uh, it was something on his newspaper that uh, like because uh, I remember like like I said I'd seen the movie so I knew what was coming and shit and uh, and like I just uh, don't remember it or seeing it I don't remember seeing it either but um, damn I'm so sad he died now like because uh, I was gonna say as far as like irony of any filmer story. Boy, the end with that pie. Mm. <laughs> that, that pie hey, was- Dad, I came home early. Oh, man. The, the look of dread in his eyes. Dude, did you feel it uh, whenever? Yeah, because I, I, I did. Hard. <laughs> I, did, I, I felt it, too, whenever he, because uh, I was like, yep, everybody, he's, gonna be, he, 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 he's probably going to be all right and shit. Yeah, and the little girl came in and was like, I just, here's my painting I did of you, Daddy. Daddy. And, in, and he was like, all right. And then she was like. That shit was fire. You know, man, it pilots so goddamn And just good. knowing he's going to have to clean up another gooey uh, dead body. Hell no. Hello, 911? Yeah, something's wrong with my wife and daughter. Let them deal with it. See, I this is totally a Mandela effect thing or just a mismemory. When I was a kid, I swear to God, the first time I watched this, and granted, it's been a million years, I swore at the end, like I watched the whole plot of the pie, and then she, like, he comes downstairs... And he didn't check on the wife for some reason, and the daughter's like, "I ate the entire goddamn pie," and he's like, "No." Yeah. See that? See, That's I, just how I remembered it. But I, I remember, I remember it similarly because, like, except for I remember, like, for some reason, I remember, I remembered him, like, I remember him kissing his dead wife and shit, like, because uh, he, because he's something like, I remember him being able to taste the pie and her gross zombie lips. And like, I would not have kissed her. Even. No. And no, she so had like, concentrated curse leaking out. I wouldn't want to get so that like, shit back. So I was like, that was Hell gross. No. And then he went down there, he went down there and shit, and I thought he sees the two plays and stuff. Oh, the motherfucking, the curse pie. And then he goes to the uh, thing, and I thought he saw his daughter's hair, like, oh, she's all right and shit. Turned her around, skeleton. Like <laughs> you know, that, that's that's what I thought. That for some reason I was remembering or how you remembered it. Yeah, it's weird how you misremember stuff like yeah, that. Mandela, Mandela effect. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, Hudson yeah. just did a finger gun to his head because we almost made Hudson kill himself one time Too over a Mandela effect thing. Day. Um, but I really do enjoy thinner. Um, you know what else I enjoy? What's that? Just Stephen King in general. Yeah, Stephen King in general. Let's get into this more general talk. Uh, the floor's open. Hudson, favorite Stephen King book, go. The Stand. All right. The Gunslinger. Like the you do book. like the, the, the first book. Just the first book, or I would say the whole book. Dark Tower series. Oh, the Dark Tower's good, but The Gunslinger, though. That's a good-ass book. He's mean. He murders the whole town. I've never read the books, but I've uh, I remember I remember a few years ago, uh, Matt called me. He was like he was like he called me. He was like, "What's up, man? What are you doing?" It's like uh, not much, man. Hanging out at the house. What are you doing? Just got done reading a book and stuff, man. Oh, freaking bum me out, dude. Uh, can I come chill? And I was <laughs> wait, like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, dude. So he got over to the house, and he was like, "I was like, what have you been doing? Crying, man." I was like, "Why? Finish the Dark Tower, man. It's just fucking so sad, man." And I was like, "What happened? I, I don't want to talk about it right now." I was like, "Yeah, no, it's cool, dude." Uh, <laughs> Are you being for real? Right yeah, now? swear to God. Yeah, swear no, that, to God. The end of that book did bum me out, and I was just like, "He was fucked <sighs> up about it." He <laughs> like, you want to hang out and. Just get my mind out of yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, let's, let's do like, something. Play some video games or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So like, yeah, Make a cake. Came, we came out and stuff and uh, and didn't talk about the Dark Tower. Y'all came out? <laughs> he, he did. That's nah. How you, nah. <laughs> Hell nah. Nah. Careful how you wear stuff. Nah, man. Fucking a. He's nah, going to become. high. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, fuck, like it is what it is. It, but, uh, it, it, Ian's gonna become it is what it is because y'all came out. Uh, no, so, we, 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 yeah, yeah. What we if, smoked drugs. Yeah, what if Ian outside. turned into and came out? You know, I was gonna say, what if Ian turned into bias from Arrested Development? I mean, Ian said y'all came out. I'm just now repeating what he said. I mean, it like it wasn't. Wasn't gay? <laughs> okay, I'm just. But talking. it was a little bit. <laughs> Y'all just <laughs> came out to each other, you know. The fuck out of me. Okay, l- l- let me ask you this, whitehead. I, I need to go chill, do something fun. Bum out on the and scale, out, of like you know. When he you did, say bummed out, no. do you mean like he didn't want to talk about? It. He, I, I was like, I was like, well, I mean, it was long. It's yeah. long and drawn out. Hey, yeah. Anytime yeah. you come out, it's long and drawn out. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, it's a, it, it, it's a process that that you know. I'm about to come out and make this whole room dark. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just repeating what Ian said. He just I said know. y'all came out. I'm okay, just Hudson. repeating words. Hudson, uh, Lawtron, can we sue Hudson? <laughs> Would you represent me as I sue you? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, probably going to be a conflict of interest, but uh, why didn't let me ask you this? When you when you say it was a bummer. Like the last two episodes of Cowboy Bebop, kind of bummer. Yeah. Okay. I feel. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, and it was, it was like a thousand, like I think a thousand or twelve hundred pages. That one book? No, the whole series. Oh, okay, so you've been on a journey. And yeah, yeah and the I like, got to the end of it, and it's just like everyone's getting just fucking god, and it's just like, oh, like God damn it, like Stephen, you asshole. Stephen, can can, the, can a little kid live? No. Oh wow. No, I mean they. Do because it's multiverse, right? Matt, Matt, so like Matt read that Matt read that line. He took his Harry Potter fucking bookmark and he slammed that <laughs> motherfucking shit. <laughs> shit. Fuck J.K. Rowling. I said it. I mean this one. I uh, as far as like other Stephen King movies that are great, I don't know if I'm in like an unpopular thing, but I really like. Or crowd, whatever you want to call it. I really like Dreamcatcher for some reason. I did too. Because it's just the right amount of not good Stephen King shit I've heard about. Mixed with, like, Stephen King shit. Like, that whole, like, military unit's like, yeah, we just erase everyone's memories when the goddamn aliens invade. Are you talking about the book or the movie? The movie. Okay, yeah. I was I, like... I've actually never read the book. I remember watching that, like, on vacation in 2003 with my family. And we were somewhere, like, I had a whole room. But, like... My room didn't have cable to the place, but they were like, oh, we got like a video store account to this town we vacationed at, and I got that on VHS, and remember just watching it like, what the fuck, and, 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 uh, Myth the guy, fucking Duddits. Duddit, yeah. He was, he's my least favorite mentally handicapped motherfucker in a movie, dude. (laughs) Worst portrayal, I, like, what's wrong with him? You know what I mean? Can he talk or not? (laughs) Who's your most favorite? Forrest fucking gum. Forrest gum. There you go. Okay. Forrest gum. Yeah, was it? answer. He called my bluff. Called my bluff. <laughs> he fuck. He was a two-time All-American. Mine's Corky Romano. <laughs> Corky Romano is a good one. <laughs> I don't think he was actually even mentally handicapped. Shut up. <laughs> it was up to interpretation. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Dreamcatcher's I, real good. I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Did not like. Uh, I don't like the way Duddits is portrayed as so I Duddits! I speak like this and enunciate. Wait, I, I He's a I fucking kinda, alien. Well, I mean, well, he, I, he was, he was. He, oh yeah, he, he was an alien. He was an alien. That, that's what's wrong with And that one fair kid was trying to make him eat shit. Fair enough, fair enough. But you know what I'm saying, because I saw him as a regular kid, man, and I but you know, it's like, yeah, let him play and stuff. But tell him to come off it. You know what I mean? Like he either talks he either he either talks in broken English or he fucking says some words, and you know what he's saying, you know, but, like, I don't know, man, the whole fucking, like, me this, me do, me, you know, like, ah. Yeah, I, I haven't I not seen, into that. I'm, I'm trying to remember what I, is. It wasn't believable to me. I don't really remember a whole lot of it, bullshit. but I just always liked it. I know I rewatched it, like, ten years ago. And was I love like, that movie. I still like it. Yeah, I, um, I, I, love, that, I love that movie. That's my only. Another one I always enjoyed, because for some reason I remember watching it on TV when I was a kid, and I was like, I'm pretty sure my parents shouldn't let me watch this, but The Stand. Yeah, the miniseries. Yeah, yeah the miniseries. We had the book around for a while. I recently watched it, rewatched it. You, I remember you saying that in, yeah, a few uh, months ago. It it holds up. It's I mean, it's good. It's all right. The first the first chunk of it's way better than the rest of it. Like, cause I remember thinking like, damn, whoever did the music for this needs to get a fucking 
needs to get a raise or, or a reward. An award or something. Yeah, he needs to get something. He, but then the last half, the music kind of was garbage. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, t- I just, I just put my, slap my hand on the table, grab the award, and just kind of like <laughs> drug it back towards me a little. I was like, ah, oh, you don't, I'm not going to say that anymore. You'll I, get I, a I, nomination. I was, but you won't get the real award kind yeah, of thing. Like, I was, I was going to say, like, I'm imagining you sitting there and listening to it, thinking, like, I should give him an award. And then, like, at the end, it's up, you know what? I'm glad I didn't say that shit out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess we should mention them real quick, just because, like, probably the two biggest prestige Stephen King movies, but. Let's talk about the Green Mile and Shawshank for just a second. Mm. I do love Shawshank Redemption. Mm. I really do. It's just a story it, it in a movie. It's a solid-ass movie. For a long for time, sure. I didn't know it was a Stephen King. A lot of people either. forget. I, 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 I forget either. sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a – granted, it's a short story. But still, I'm like, I always forget that this is like one of the – in my opinion, one of the best movies of, I'll say it, the last 45 years or so. Dude. Like, that's one of those ones that. when people are like, that's my favorite movie. I'm like, I get it. Dude, it. I, I get it. Like, Wood, you know, Woods was here, yeah. Yeah, it, I'm like, I get it. It's a, it's a top tier it's it's a it's a top tier list all time all to all time top tier list you know what I'm saying like a top twenty five all movies all I the time I believe um, I could be incorrect be in the greatest I, I I think on IMDb it's the number one top two hundred fifty film wow which I love that movie and shit like number one though yeah I don't know about number one but I think because it has such a good I can Base. see it being in the top now, 50. Right, I'm saying making the top a list. 25. But well, I'm just well, the saying, way that, the way I, that, but then again, I don't, I, I don't, I can't think of something I could put at one. Like it's like at least with IMDb, the way they do their ranking system, it's like has to have so many votes, but it's usually like it always rotates between like that and like The Godfather. And for a while there, and I'm talking about right when it came out, The Dark Knight was number one. Like, and I'm talking about like summer '08. Mm. But I'm like, that was a big deal. Wayne's World Two also makes my list. So, like, I'm just saying. Oh, I feel you. But, um, but it's impressive that they've held that. Like, yeah, it's a good movie for so long. As long as that website's been around, that movie's been around. It's always been in the top three. Damn. You also said the Green Mile, correct? Well, it's not an IMDb thing, but I just want to talk about uh, the I Green Mile. Yeah, that motherfucker. It, it pales <laughs> in comparison to Shawshank in my mind. Um, Super good. Me though. too. I love the Green Mile, dude. I, I'm a John Coffey. Goddamn man, they should not have fucking <laughs> done that to his ass, Brayden. If a mouse can live that long, Mr. what will it do to a man? I love, dude. I love the Green Mile, Mr. Tinker, Mr. Tinker. Tinkerbell, Mr. Bojangles, Mr. Bojangles, Mr. Jangles, Mr. Jangles, yeah, Jangles went to live in the yeah. He went to the mouse circus and shit, and then. And then Percy's monkey ass had to come up and ruin well, it again. They fucked him up there. The first time I ever watched that, I remember I like the only scary part was kind of at the end when the woman, the old woman's like, "That was a really good story," but she said you were forty at the beginning. Well, that would make you like a hundred and nineteen. And he's like, "I fucking am." And he turned and he turned his ring around and backhanded the fuck at her. <laughs> and who was it at the end? Who was the narrator? It's Tom Hanks the whole time, but oh, he, okay. he does mention that like I just turned forty that summer. Yeah. But it's like 1920 uh, or something, yeah. Yeah. Because the power. Like, at least that one gets a little bit more supernatural, so you can kind of remember that this is a Stephen King movie. Like, but Josh, I never get read it the. All. Did you ever read this? Did you ever read the story? Because I didn't nope. either. I didn't either. I always assumed either. he was just some kind of sin eater. Yeah. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, what? I can't, what? I can't remember, like, what people used to do it or what. Cultures, uh, in, in various cultures, I mean, you know, you would have someone that was appointed to. I mean, sinner, you know, like take take. I mean, it's the same thing, same idea as Jesus Christ, you know, like taking the sins of all mankind and giving, you know, but oh, like yeah. someone that would imbibe the evil, you know, or something, and then therefore they were doomed to walk the earth. For immorta- immortality, that's what they got out of it. But yeah, basically, he was one of those Velcro uh, mids that caught the tennis ball. Yeah, so. kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, except with flies. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, those little bee things. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I fucking, uh, I fucking love that movie. I don't care. But uh, I just like it. Uh, I just like it for the. I don't know. It's like a sweet little story and shit and. Take my uh, hand, boss. My, yeah, I was afraid of the dark. He's so huge, though. <laughs> yeah, and R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Oh yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. Uh, while we're on that, rest in peace, Papa Bear. Um, 
another one I think we should talk about just for a minute. It. The miniseries? Yeah. Loved it growing up. That was uh-huh. scary as shit uh-huh. growing up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scared the fuck out of me. When totally. That, when that one psycho kid's like in the insane asylum and like he starts talking to him through the moon or whatever. Ugh. I remember being like, as a kid, that was like one of the first times like seeing a bad guy and something. I was like, how do you fucking beat this? Yeah, really. And, and then when he's a big cave spider, I was like, what the fuck? See, man. Interdimensional. The yeah. I didn't Interdimensional mi- I didn't, demon thing. I didn't remember that as a kid and stuff. And like, and then when I saw it again, like, uh, as like a teenager, like in my 20s or something like that, like I was like, I guess I, that's the first time I'd watched the, that little miniseries all the way through. And I was like. Okay, scary, 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 and then it got to the spider and stuff. Now I fucking hate spiders. I feel you. But goddamn it, dude, that was a little fucking. I was like, not scared of that. That's shit. goofy. Yeah, <laughs> it's goofy as fuck. And like, TV budget though. Oh yeah, that's right. It scared too. the that's fuck right out of me as a kid. Tim Curry. Tim Curry killed it. Yeah. Fucking, I love yeah, Tim Curry. I, I hope he's doing okay wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. Like he's simultaneously one of the most funny motherfuckers I've seen and stuff. It's unnerving. Yeah. But then he's also unnerving and shit too, and I'm like. He, I love him in McHale's Navy. I love him in uh, Red Alert too. I love him in National Lampoon's Load Weapon One, and also love him in Muppet Hell Treasure yeah. Island. Do you know what Load I'm talking weapon. about? Red Alert. Let me Command and Conquer. Red Alert. He was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the video. <laughs> he, he was. He was one of the the cutscene yeah. NB, NBC. <laughs> I can't think of who who he was. I think he. That is. He played a Russian, didn't he? I think Shit. so. And he was evil. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> about him being that. in the Shadow as well. The Alec Baldwin 1994 yeah. vehicle. He's we, a beast, We watched man. him climax on a fucking Tales from the Crib. We did an episode on it. Yeah. Paul. Paul. Y- yeah, that nasty motherfucker. Ma, Paul, and uh, I want to see that. What's her face? <laughs> you know, she should. She, she, she who shall not be named. I was looking through my phone the other day and found that picture. I had oh, you a while back of a close up of her face. I was fucking mad when I opened up that <laughs> message. Yeah, I was mad when I saw it. Paul. So I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh God." And it, fuck, I, I forgot he's in Scary Movie too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking, uh, I hope he's doing better. I know he had a stroke a while back. Uh, nothing but love from Tim Curry around here, I'd say. For sure. Um, yeah. Trying to think. Uh, I just want to mention it, in case you don't know him. Stephen King directed a movie called Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Go see it if you've never seen it. The, the only uh, see, the only other things I had in there is um, you've never s- Correct me if I'm wrong. You've never seen or read Rear, Rear Window, right? Oh, Rear the Giant Depp movie? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one, and then The Mist. Those kind of... Fuck, I forgot about The Mist. I, I love The Mist. Yeah. I love the book and the movie. The movie's better. The Yeah, the, I, I will agree with that entirely. I think that is one example. Uh, I, I, I like the short story. or It's not really... It's not really a short story, but it's, it's one of his shorter books. Novellas. Novella, yeah. If anything, because, like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, but the the movie. Does it end like the movie? Hell no. You no. hear the lame-ass ending the book has? Yeah, throw us on the lame-ass ending right. of the book. They get all the way to the point where they get in the car. The one guy, the the one fat nerd friend gets cut in half right there at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the most solid person in the book. Uh, he They get away. And they just keep driving. And I think they end up, like, losing a few of them, or if it's just the dad and the son. They're driving through the mist. They're driving through the mist, and then they eventually, they're like, hey, it's been X amount of time since we left the grocery store. Like, wife's fucking dead. Um, Can't find nobody. The shit's still out there. We're just going to drive, and we heard on the radio that there's a safe zone in this direction, so we're going to it. Right, and then there's then they go and they stop at a at like a gas station or something, and they hunker down for the night, and uh, they're like, "Yep, we're just gonna follow the radio, sig- what the radio says," and then it ends. What? Yeah. Oh man. Like it's, cliffhanger or just like no, kind of Sopranos bullshit. Yeah, like the last episode of Sopranos. It, it ends with him putting the son to sleep and him just thinking, "Yep, gonna just keep following the radio." Now, you saw the midst of the movie, correct, Ian? Yeah, I did. That fucking ending. I haven't seen it since it came out. Well, I mean, it is intense. Could have gave it a minute, huh? For real? No, I remember think. thinking if they just would have waited like 
one extra minute one. or five. Still, still though, man. Like, but it's, it's such a. I but, 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 it that, pulls that, the rug out from underneath. But, but that's you. that's why that that's why I like that that uh that ending is dope as shit. Like, cause uh, well, like 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 it would have been sickening and intense enough. It would if you just because like you you remember you hear the gunshot, and then you see the armor trucks driving by. Yeah. You could end it there, but then they just he gets out of the truck. No! Should have yeah. just waited. Like, oh my god! I remember, I remember watching the movie first, and then thinking like, "Oh my god!" Like, holy fuck! Holy shit! What an ending! And I was like, "I've got to read the story that I read it years later." <laughs> Damn! Yeah. And uh, I was like, "What is this pathetic? Like, half a rope climax <laughs> of a fucking story yeah. is this dude, bullshit? It's, 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 it, dude, it's it's like. I have never read it, but from what y'all are telling me, it sounds like the equivalent of edging, (laughs) but but never going over the edge. Yeah. And and even for a Stephen King short story, novella, whatever you want to call it, that's a lame ending. Do you think it's just one of those things like, because if I'm remembering correctly, Frank Darabont directed Shawshank and The Green Mile and The Mist, Mm. so he has some kind of weird thing with Steven where he does a really good job of adapting some of his works. Do you think Steven was like, I was going to end it this way, but I couldn't for some or whatever, didn't for whatever reason. And then Frank was like talking to the writers and like, Steven didn't have the balls to end it the way (laughs) he was going to. Well, I'm going to do it. I I don't know if that's how Frank Darabont talks. Well, I mean, it's a a great story. It's a great story. Yeah. But just that ending is so, like, luster. Like, just turning to Thomas Jane, like, you're not getting a fucking Dreamcatcher ending. Another another guy's done... Well, fuck, I guess so many people have been in Stephen King shit. Like, he's one of those ones... He's done so much. I forget, like, Tom Jane has been in, like, and, and three... How ma- and how many movies did you say are in production? I think if you go 30, on Stephen was- King's IMDb and you tally up everything that's just in... Pro- or Pre-production or nine pre-production that is announced option to be yeah or it's announced pre-production filming it's something like right now there's like fifty six things in either like they're working on the script that's a lot but if you do like the number of just shit that is completed projects I want to say it's like three hundred something like that's ridiculous it makes sense like some of the ones you showed me on that list even if they get the Netflix treatment. Like a project, project. I think yeah. they'll do it, do it justice. So, at least for some, I hope. I hope they do them justice. Some of them I don't really care about. There's a few on that list. I was like, those are my favorite stories. So you're kind of excited yeah. to see where they go. Yeah, like it's. I don't know. I was thinking about it a like, second ago too. It's weird. It, and like some of them are probably setting in development hell. Yeah, which is where a project can set in development for 11 years and. It's just been rewritten like a million times. Yeah, because like the two I'm thinking of are they're fresh in my mind. Is thinking there's like they're so short. Like I can't think like just the way the story the stories play out. Like, I was thinking I don't think they can fuck that one up. I don't think they can fuck it up. Um, like, the, the the only thing I can think of is like it would be hard to like making a movie from a from a book story. Like it would be hard to like make. A visual of something that everybody is, you know, you know what I mean. It, it would be hard to make make, you know, that a visual to, you know, like visualize the thing that most people are seeing and stuff. And then like, uh, and then I'm I'm also thinking like maybe, like some of his stories like, in order to do them justice and stuff visually, like, uh, you know, maybe it would just be too expensive or something like that. Like I, I was gonna ask, and maybe I'm misremembering. Did they not make The Mist into a TV show recently? No, it's a TV show. Oh, has anyone it? checked that out? Or nah. Nope. Because, no. why? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I was that just was curious. my biggest question. Why was that made? The movie was perfectly fine. See, I didn't know, like, is it a continuation it, 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 of the a, movie? or No, it's... Yeah, he has 342 writing credits right now. Damn, son. And I'm word. assuming upcoming projects, 54, so I was really close there. He, he can't even, like, not... Publish, you know what I mean? He can, it's like at this point he's so successful he could like fart out a fucking half of a turd 
and fucking get it published. You know what I mean? Like, because it's his shit. Because it's got his name on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's got to be at that level. Like I said, the whole thing with Frank Darabont. But, like, okay, this was something that was weird to me the other day. Because I think Hudson brought this up one time. He's just done so much now. There's so many projects with his name attached. Okay, like, The Shining came out in 1980. Which, I'm not even going to talk about The Shining, but we all know it's a Stephen King book. Before that... The only credits that you could credit any project to him for were the TV series Salem's Lot from 1979 <laughs> and the movie Carrie. So by the time The Shine came out, like he was still kind of relatively unknown in the movies, I guess, which is weird to me yeah. to even think. I don't even Carrie like was, Carrie. I, I, it wasn't my favorite, but... It's not a good, I, I didn't like the story, I didn't one. like the movie. I just wanted like, to bring up that that was the first time in a movie you would see based on a whatever Stephen King. Yeah. And even then, another four years before like The Shining, which... Arguably one of the greatest movies of all time, but we'll get into that another time. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's crazy. But now we're in a period where you could see, like, a USA or a sci-fi movie, and he's getting a credit. And it might yeah. be, like you said, one of those, like, eh, he was probably half asleep when he wrote that one, kind of the short stories, but yeah. still might be okay. I mean, he's getting work and shit, which is cool. Yeah, in fact, The Dead Zone was actually, one, two, three, four, five, the seventh thing ever of a movie or TV show that had his name credited to it, but... Um, I just want to say if you if you're not into Stephen King, that's kind of weird because he's so awesome. There's and there's so much of it. Like there's Stephen King shit I don't like, and I imagine there's a lot of Stephen King shit that a lot of people don't like. But they've someone's always got the, at least one movie of his that yeah. they enjoy. Yeah, yeah, even if you're just yeah. on a movie level, I'm like or book book level. Yeah, because um, there's. So many good books, so many good short stories, and and so many movies we haven't talked about. Yeah, like, because we're getting to uh, an hour now. Creep I, Show. Great. Creep Show 2. A, yeah. lot, a lot of his movies, too, the, like a lot of the movies that are off of his stories and stuff. Like Christine, you know forgot how, about you know that one. They, you know how they always talk about the mo- or the books better than the movie and shit? Not always the case with his movies. I think that's a fair statement. Because yeah. some of his movies, like The Shining, I know you say it says or you've told me numerous times it deviates like a well, not like a motherfucker, but you're like the book is way better. Oh, but you're like that is a good ass movie though on its own right and its yeah. own. And we just you know the Mist too. We just said like, yeah, Under the Dome. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't know about it. it, but there's <laughs> another one. Wait, the book actually didn't end up being that bad. Oh. Uh, uh, but uh, well, it wasn't that bad. It sounded neat. I, I remember reading like the like the inside. Well, cover. Well, once you figure out what actually is going on, like the the end conceit was cool. You yeah. had to, you had to read through a lot to like get to it. But yeah, and that's kind of I don't know something. That's the reason why I really like the Dark Tower because like once I started really getting into it, it's just like what's going on. Like, it it, it could have been one of those like if I hadn't finished it, I probably would have hated it. But I only liked it because I finished it and got to the end and figured out like. Oh, that's what was really going on. It's kind of one of those like you could have probably skipped the end, and but it, it was a good idea. You just had a lot of stuff to get there. The the, yeah. la- the last weird Stephen King thing I can think of in my just in my mind, Hearts of Atlantis. N- no, oh God, yeah, that's that's another. <laughs> never watched it. Never wanted to watch it, even though I knew it was a Stephen King property. And then even when I found out the Dark Tower touches into it a little bit. What I is it? I don't know if I want to watch that movie. It sounds sad. What is it? Or what is it supposed to be about or whatever? I've never heard of it. I don't really know what the movie's about, but I know who he is and who's after him. And that blew my mind. I was like, oh, I didn't think that fucking sad-ass movie was that. Uh, what is it, though? Because technically, I mean, technically the Dark Tower is the central hub for all of his stuff. Yeah. I, I think the argument's been made. I don't know if he's said it, but, like, basically everything in his writing. It, it's even better, Hudson. Anything ever made is tied to the Dark Tower. Yeah. Because, like, J.K. Rowling snatched her properties up. It's like, nope. <laughs> Mine. Uh, I forgot. I'm not going to say this. I was just, I'm sitting here rambling my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking forgot. 1408's M2. Like, I fucking completely forgot. Great and the, movie. And uh, the Langoliers. <laughs> not a good thing, but. I like the Langoliers. That that concept scared me. Yeah, that concept's well, well, cool. The the, the is not aged well. Is the what I mean. Layers, uh, these people are on a plane, and I can't remember. Are they're the only ones asleep on the plane? It, and the plane hits some kind of like 
portal. Portal, yeah. And then like all of a sudden, all the people that are asleep wake up and they're like, "Where? Where's the everyone? Fuck is everybody?" They like land at an airport, and the beer's flat, and the like is weird. Yeah, everything's weird. And then all of a sudden, they realize, "Oh, the Langoliers are coming." And it was something this one one businessman knew about. Growing up, his grandma would always tell him about the Langoliers would come get bad little boys. That, that would that would be and, a weird thing to put into a. But visual. they're like in some kind of like weird, like collapsing timeline, it's, alternate, yeah, timeline of just that airport. Because by the end of it, like the Langoliers are eating reality out from under them, and it's that, just like, God damn, that sounds scary. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a scary story. So, like, I mean, still, but the but the movie like, is very. It is a TV movie. It would CGI yeah. meatballs with razors, like Dude. Windows ninety five CGI. It would yeah. have to be like almost like if you wanted to incorporate everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- th- this isn't a Stephen King property, but um, years ago when I didn't have cable. Um, I um caught myself one time just like watching Netflix shows, and this was like when everything was on Netflix. I'd go to bed and I'd like prim like a couple episodes of that show Sons of Anarchy because it'd been prim? on for a while. Is that the right word? Prim, prime up, prime up. Sorry. <laughs> um, oddly enough, Stephen King's in like two episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. Doesn't say anything. He's just a really creepy biker. He would, I just think it's weird. Would be. I just think it's weird. He would. He, he would. He would I be, I like, and he also would totally be a creepy biker. I remember I was like half asleep on Probably the fucking couch biker. and was like, what? And like I had to like get the phone up and was like, yeah, it's Stephen King. <laughs> um, before we wrap it up, or I think I'm about out of stuff to say, but a Whitehead, there's a couple stories that have never been made in anything, and then you were like, these are like I think his best stories because I asked you this a while back. Uh, would you care to elaborate on them some more? Oh, we didn't uh, do it on the podcast. It was like after we recorded a while back. Figured a good way to wrap up our Stephen King tribute. There was a couple that you're like, these have never been made into anything, and I wish they put were. him on the spot. No, I'm not trying to. No, I remember the one was Gray Matter, and the other one I can't remember the name of it, and it pisses me off. I think I found it that night I was looking in his uh, upcoming I, projects. I, I, I am, I'm I'm the doorway. Okay, I'm yeah, the doorway. It's like a guy. It's like astronaut. And it goes to space and somehow gets contaminated by some kind of like space fungus. Comes back to Earth. He's retired, and, or I don't know, he's just hanging out on leave or whatever in his like little like beachside condo in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And then he realizes uh, like he's really itchy in places. Yeah. And then he's like having all these weird memories, and all these people are. I think. Did he tell him he fucking got infected by the fungus? If they, if he did, they were like, "No, nah, you're good now, bro. You can go back home." Okay. And uh, either way, uh, he wakes up one day and there's an eye in the middle of his hand. Oh shit! And then he realizes like they're on his arms. Like he's just like got eyes everywhere. The eyes are controlling him, and he like kills oh people in his sleep, and he can see it because they're eyes. And if he stabs them, it goes away. Then two more show up, and it's just like. It's fucking intense. Dude, I can see that. I could talking about TV made for TV movies. I can see that being a decent made for TV movie. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying like the shot of like let's say he's got like an eye on his uh shoulder or something like that. Like the vision from the eye, the from the eye's perspective and shit, it'd be all red. Yeah, it's supposed to be all weird and alien and he's just like, Oh my god, I am the doorway. <gasps> and that's what the story's called too? Yeah, I am the doorway. And I remember you telling me the other one about like at the liquor store or the bar or something. Gray oh, Matter. Gray Matter, which yeah. is also one of the movies. It's like... That is in development, it's at least, like, I think. Uh, it's like a bad blizzard. All these like old men are chilling in a bar, getting drunk, talking about old times, and uh, this kid is coming for the, the day, his daily beer run for his drunk, abusive dad who's out of work uh, with no wife. And uh, the kid's like, something's wrong with Dad. And they're, they're like, son, did he hit you? And he's just like, you just have to come. And he, like, tells them. And then eventually, like, they trudge through the snow with, like, guns and shit. They're going to go give this guy what for? Sludge monster. Mm. The kid watched his dad turn into a weird, fucked-up sludge monster. And they're like, they get there and they're like, oh, fuck. You know what? That's what he gets. 
I think like one of them ends up running away. I think one dies. I don't know what the other two do. That's a good one. And then Quitters Inc. is a good one, too. Yeah, I was like, and you just wish those would be made in the movies, which I think two of them are currently Quit- in development. Yeah, and Quitters Inc. technically was in Cat's Eye. Oh, okay. Which I'm mad that you have never heard of. But, um... Mad. Yeah. I guess... Does anyone have anything before we wrap up? I mean, this is the end of our tribute to Stephen King and all things Stephen King. I'm glad he's still working. Like, I have to give him props for that. Like, I'm like, he's someone who could have quit 20 years ago, and he... They'd still probably working on all the shit they're working on now. Yeah. For the most part. I kind of thought he was a little hokey and hacky there for a while until I read The Dark Tower, which I recommend everybody read. It's real good. And uh, and if you don't, just read the first one. It's still really good. Thoughts on that movie real quick before we get out of here? No, don't even. No, let's not sully it. I'm, I'm not because I'm glad it was made. Like, I believe you told me coming out of the theater, like, hey, uh, you're like they cast... I think you're like, they cast the gunslinger and Rick Flagg right at least. I think you're like, this movie wasn't the greatest, but... I'm happy it got made, finally. They need to... I do love McConaughey's flag. Dude, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Idris Elba, I don't fucking care. He's a great actor. Totally. I, I, don't, I don't care what color he is. I don't care what he, color Roland really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, Idris is good at uh, his job. But yeah, like, Stephen King has a... Some really good writing chops. He's he he pretty much do it all horror, com- sci-fi, sci-fi dramas. I've never action. seen any of it. I've heard that Castle Rock show is good too on Hulu. It's fucking great. What'd oh, you, have you watched it? No, I, oh. just, I just meant overall. He's, oh yeah, like he just does so much suspense. Would, would you say he is the king? No. Yeah, I, I would also not. I would not say he's the king either because I'm the fucking king. A- actually, funny enough story. Uh. I knew him pretty good for a while, and he was hanging out at my house. But uh, and Stephen King hung out. Actually, yeah, I worked with a guy named Stephen King, spelled wow. the exact same way. And believe it or not, we only made that joke like twice. I don't believe <laughs> he's that. probably never heard it before, though. Really. No, he he was cool, and he was like, yeah, "I've heard that," but he's heard like he's like, "I heard that yeah, joke so I many f- times I growing figured. up." But uh, he was cool about it. But uh, yeah, I forget sometimes I know it's Stephen King. Yeah, but, but uh, we love this Stephen King f- of the movies and the books and. Uh, hopefully there's a Stephen King trading card game one day. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm, yeah. I'd get it. I'd, I'd, I'd play it. I'd buy a deck. Well, guys, we got anything before we wrap up? Nope. All right. Uh, Whitehead. I'll, I'll end it with the first line and the last line of The Dark Tower. Go for it. The man in the... Or, fuck. The man, oh. in, the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. The end. Yeah. Woo!